0: Hello there, you awakening wonders. Welcome to Stay Free with Russell Brand. I'm pretty excited about today's show for a number of reasons. One of the reasons is Jimmy Dore. Jimmy Dore's on the show with us in a minute. hosting a presidential debate uh, debate, organised by this person called Christina Tobin. She's the founder of the Free and Equal Elections Foundation. Good! with that! And uh, so we're going to be talking about... I've always wanted to have someone like Jimmy Dore do a presidential debate, haven't you? That's good. Like when Vivek the other day goes, this should be Joe Rogan. It should be Tucker. Well, Jimmy Dore's going to do one. So we're going to ask him about that, how it's going to work, how he's going to handle it, as well as asking him regular Jimmy Dore stuff. Plus, we'll talk to Christina Tobin because she's sorted it all out and stuff. Please join me in welcoming in whatever way you want. Maybe you can just, uh, just simply blow out your cheeks. You can pull out your ears. You can slap your own thighs wherever you are in this sweet world of ours. And welcome, Jimmy Dore. All right, Jimmy and Christina Tobin, you're both there together in the same frame. I wasn't sure what to anticipate. Thank you so much for joining us, both of you.
1: It's my pleasure. Thanks for having us.
2: Hi, nice to meet you,
0: Russell. Nice to meet you, Christina. Jimmy, I want to thank you again for coming on straight away when I was in the mad midst of uh, that onslaught. I really appreciate you standing up for being a man of principle. And to see a man of principle in a position where you're conducting a presidential debate is uh, astonishing and surprising. Can you tell me exactly how this thing's going to shake down? Who are you anticipating participating, first of all, just so I can have an image of it?
1: Well, what, <clears throat> the way it's going to work is uh, they're gonna, the people are going to vote on a blockchain app that's going to be released, uh, I think, later next month. And so w- it's going to be democracy, so people can vote, and the first top six presidential uh, vote getters are going to be in our independent presidential debate. And no matter who it is, and so um, you know, I'm hoping it's going to be uh, President Trump. Uh, I hope it's going to be uh, I know Joe Biden won't debate anybody because, you know, he's demented. But um, I, I hope it will be people like Jill Stein, Cornell West, Bobby Kennedy. Uh, and that would be a really an amazing thing to happen. And so that's what I'm looking forward to. And, you know, in the United States, we used to have uh, real Uh, presidential debates when they were run by uh, a group called the League of Women Voters. And then, of course, both corporate parties in America didn't like that they were being asked real questions and they were being exposed to the American people for the frauds that they are. So they got rid of that, those kind of debates, and they developed their own private company that's funded by corporations that now runs the presidential debates. It's called the Committee for Presidential Debates, the CPD. And so guess who gets to choose? They get to choose who the uh, people who ask the questions are and who asked the questions the people who get their checks signed by the uh, corporations the military industrial complex Wall Street and Big Pharma those are the people who are asking questions during presidential debates those are and they get to okay the questions it's it's a it's more of a a, a circus than it is an actual debate and so we're pushing for independent what well, we're going to actually do one we're actually doing an independent uh presidential debate it's going to happen in February and we're trying to raise money for it right now we've already raised ten thousand dollars we need thirty thousand dollars to to uh, get over the hump, and uh, we're gonna. It's 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 gonna be real democracy, and just like Vivek said the other night, why are you having these tools of corporate America up here uh, do this circus and ask these stupid questions and uh, control the debate? Is what they're asking to control the narrative, and why not? He said, why not have somebody like Tucker Carlson or Joe Rogan? Well, uh, I'm here. For, I, I was I was hurt that he didn't mention my name, mm-hmm. and uh, but uh, here here I am. And uh, so I'm ready to do it. And we're actually looking for I would love Joe Rogan to jump on. Uh, That would be fantastic if he could. Uh, So um, or or someone similar. Uh, But right now, uh, this is the only independent and real presidential uh, candidates debate. And because the other one is a sham. And so um, go back to you
0: already learned that the debates themselves have been corporatized, and what's presented as an open debate, an opportunity for us to assess presidential candidates is part of the very system that makes the whole charade redundant. Christina, can you tell us, was it the spirit of the earlier debates that's inspired you? How are you going to make it work technically? How optimistic you are about it? And what led you to select Jimmy Dore there? The outspoken I'd call him trans-political progressive traditional traditional, populist, everyman, comic hero to uh, to host it?
2: Well, Jimmy's right. We're going to have a blockchain app powered by Nexus.io. Uh, really, through ranked choice voting, the people are going to vote the top six candidates. I founded Free and Equal Elections uh, nine, and over 15 years ago. We've been hosting presidential debates for 15 years. We've had Larry King in 2012 Ed Asner, I moderated three live presidential debates during a lockdown year in 2020. The people wanted Jimmy Dore, a coalition of organizers, a lot of them from the Rage Against the War Machine rally uh, last February. They have another event this February at Lincoln Memorial. And many groups and organizations brought Jimmy and I together. And I met him last year in D.C. at that event, Rage Against the War Machine. He's hard-hitting. He's not beholden to special interest money. And he's funny. (laughs) So uh, you are too, Russell. And it's just like such an honor to be sitting here between two very accountable individuals that speak their truth, aren't beholden to the special interests like the mainstream commission on presidential debates, which is really crumbling, an expired platform that is run by big money. And it was stolen by the League of Women Voters in the late 70s who originally created the debate. So the CPD has perpetuated a fraud in the American voters. The League of Women Voters have stated that. I agree with them. And what an honor for free and equal elections to be hosting this presidential debate in Los Angeles. Uh, We are finalizing at XR Studios, 360 immersive uh, venue in Los Angeles this winter. And Jimmy's a perfect moderator. We are seeking another co-moderator. I would love for Joe Rogan. For the people out there, please reach out to Joe Rogan and ask him to join Jimmy and I at this debate for the people this winter in Los Angeles at XR Studios.
0: I think it sounds like an extremely exciting event. And Jimmy, I think if Vivek had said one more name, it would have been yours. So don't carry that. Don't carry that (laughs) burden. How do you think that uh, Biden's approach to financing multiple wars has influenced the polls? How do you think the the sort of recent uh, military developments in the Middle East have further prohibited free speech around that subject? That's a question for
1: you, Jimmy. Well, it's, <clears throat> you know, it was interesting to me, Russell, that as soon as a left-right coalition was obvious in the United States coming to stop the funding of the war in Ukraine, all of a sudden another war happened and they shifted their attention. And so they're going to get their It's it's ongoing wars. As, as Julian Assange ta- taught us that these wars aren't meant to be won. These wars are meant to be ongoing. And I think people are starting to wake up to that. And, um, you know, what so I, I and I what what I like to do is hold people accountable, right? So accountable for what they say. And so uh, some people uh, think that uh, I'm going hard on Bobby Kennedy. No, there was no bigger supporter of what Bobby Kennedy's message was, especially around COVID, especially around free speech. Uh, Bobby Kennedy said that if you don't have free speech, you don't have a democracy. And he was and I got so excited when I heard him say that. And so now I want to hold him to that. Right. And so and I want to hold him to his anti-war message because he had a great anti-war message. He told the truth about the CIA. He told the truth about the funding in Ukraine. He told the truth about the proxy war in Russia. And so uh, I think it's our job in the independent media to hold people to those uh, to what they say and to those ideals. And so uh, people are tired of these ongoing wars people in the you know uh what i like to say is that they, they sent a hundred billion dollars to Ukraine, which is the most corrupt country in Europe. They sent it there without any oversight. I'm talking about the United States government. And without any debate in the United States, if you wanted to give ten billion dollars to the people in America, uh they would have to then which would pay for community college for everybody. That would take a decade or two of debate. You'd have to have op-eds in every New York Times and the Washington Post. Anderson Cooper would have to interview regular people. Ten billion dollars, that's a lot of money. But for hundred billion dollars to the most corrupt country in Europe, without any oversight, it happened in the blink of an eye, and that's how you, that's how you know it's all corruption. For a hundred billion dollars, if we could have spent that money in the United States, they say you could end homelessness in the United States for twenty billion dollars. Let's just say that's true. So for a hundred billion dollars, we could have ended homelessness, then started it again, and then said we were just kidding, and then ended it again. And for a hundred billion dollars, Russell, don't you think they could have put some money in there for a dog that would lead Joe Biden off stage when he's done giving a speech?
0: It would seem to be a reasonable investment to get some sort of intelligent canine to help him get off the stage and maybe some sort of, I don't know, bird to help him with T-shirts as well, which he seems to struggle with equally. This kind of packaging together of numerous wars, this inability to discuss them, the constant use of pundits on legacy media to advocate for war without declaring their interests and connections to military industrial complex companies means that the typical type of discourse is bounded and parametered within very, very narrow lines. Indeed, Christina, how do you feel that some of the um, candidates that are favoured will um, uh, respond to being asked questions that are a little more perhaps aggressive coming as they will from uh, Jimmy Dore there, who we know don't hold back. Are you concerned that they may not participate? I mean, we've already kind of ruled out Biden. Do you think Trump will go? Do you think Ron DeSantis will go? Who do you think you need there for? for this uh, project to be verifiable and to work?
2: Well, it's up to the people. The blockchain app powered by uh, Nexus.io launches in January. And so you can go on our website freeandequal.org and you can register today for more updates on that app as well as submit a question because uh, we really want to hear from the people. What questions do you want to have? The people are going to vote them, and I think anything's possible. Uh, we see a big pushback, on even on the ballot access side across the board, uh, to keep Trump and even Kennedy, I foresee, off the ballot. And so uh, these gentlemen and many others are going to need an independent platform to be heard. And what separates our debates from the others is that, or from the Commission on Presidential Debates, is that we use the uh, the League of Women Voters cumulative format. So, our debates really engage more of a conversation, a two minute opening question, two minute closing. Each candidate, there's be about five questions or so, has two minutes to respond to each question in order. And they have a certain amount of rebuttals or expansions on questions. So, we're here as moderators to listen to the candidates and to learn from them and let the people decide. I think it's possible that anyone can show up at our debates because there's not really many other options right now. We're seeing debate platforms. A few that we have that are very argumentative, where the candidates are really taking over the debates. And Vivek is right. We need a debate. We're here at Free and Equal Elections. Uh, this is the debate Vivek and many other candidates are asking for, and we look forward. When the people vote them in, I hope whether it's Bobby, Marianne, Cornell West, Jill Stein, and many more, Vivek, Vicky, whoever it is, uh, they should be there for the people, and we welcome them equally.
0: Independent media has already changed politics. Perhaps it was immediately observable with Trump and Trump's ability to communicate and bypass the legacy media who didn't give him a chance and wouldn't have given him a chance. The rise of candidates like Vivek Ramaswamy is a further example of how independent media can be used to showcase and house new political voices. And of course, Bobby Kennedy and the way that he's used various podcasts and streamers, including us, that shows you that... Independent media is altering the political landscape. So a debate like this, in a sense, is a necessary and natural progression. And I think it'll be not easy, but I can see how a climate will emerge that if people don't participate in this debate, they'll be seen as cowardly, ducking out, avoiding the democracy and the electorate in the ways that they you know, claim to not to. They want to be accessible. They want to be accountable. They want to to seem like they're participating in this process. Jimmy, how do you feel like independent media has created a new environment for politicians and has created a new class of politicians? Do you think we're at the beginning of this and you'll see new people emerge? And I know it's something I ask you every time I speak to you. Could you see yourself being on the other side of that? Not behind the the pulpit, asking the questions and moderating, but standing for some kind of candidacy. Now, save the narcissistic bit. For the end, Jimmy. <laughs> uh,
1: well, to answer your last question first, uh, yes, I was I was interested in doing that because I think that there needs to be a voice that's not bought by, bought by corporations or uh, or to foreign uh, of lobbying groups and actually just speaks for the people. And I think people are hungry for that. I think that's why. Uh, uh, you and people like me have a wide, you know, it used to be my audience was just former Bernie Sanders supporters, but now my audience is what I have. I have hippies when, you know, when I do live performances, I have hippies come to my shows. I have guys in three piece suits. I have former military people. I have elderly people. I have teenagers. I have black, I have white, I have every. And so that's the kind of thing I think people need right now. Someone that is just speaking to the people and they don't care so much if they agree with me on everything, what they really appreciate, especially with you and people like me and Joe Rogan is that we we're not bought and they can trust that if we're saying something, it's actually coming from our heart and we're not saying it because we took money from someone or we're influenced by some foreign lobby or something like that. So I think that's the big deal. And independent media has, you know, Bobby Kennedy's almost his entire uh, campaign has been fueled by independent media right now. Right. So he's making the round on podcasts and uh, he's getting his message out there. And uh, well, he just went on PBS the other day. I I can't believe they invited him on PBS because I think they wanted to slander him which they did. I just dropped a video yesterday about it and of course Bobby Kennedy's good at that now and he knows he can see those smears coming and he was able to push back on that right away. So I think independent media is uh, essential and it is changing the landscape and that's why they have to have such narrative control, right? And that's why they have to try to discredit people like you and try to discredit people like me and Joe Rogan is because the corporations all they have is narrative control and I've said this before. And if they can't control the narrative, then they have to start disappearing people. And that's a lot harder to keep covered up. So uh, independent media is really uh, poking a hole. And by, you know, we have a lot of, thank God for Rumble, right? And thank God for Rumble and thank God for Rumble. And so, and Rumble's really picking up steam and uh, a lot of people are finding out about it. And thank God for Rumble because, uh, you know, YouTube, which is uh, an amazing platform, right? You can, you can get your message out on YouTube, like no other social media, out there and, and it's, it's been a big part of my show and it's been a big part of Bobby Kennedy's campaign also but uh, uh, YouTube is owned by the richest corporation in the history of mankind, it's Google and they want narrative control and now they suppress and the algorithm suppresses people like me and you and they want uh, they push people towards what they call uh, li- reliable news sources, which is just legacy media which is just people uh, the corporate owned media and the reason why people came to YouTube in the first place was because they didn't feel like they were getting the truth from those places because they're funded by the military-industrial complex, big pharma, and Wall Street, and everybody knows that now. So they want that people want an independent voice like ours, and uh, it's actually working. So when it started to really work, it's when they have to start suppressing us, having the algorithm get uh, us uh, uh, also suppressed, and also discrediting us. That that's a, exactly look look what they did to Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan he endorsed Bernie Sanders. He said he would vote for somebody like AOC. And they call them a right-wing crazy. And they call me the same thing. They say the same thing about you. And I say, yeah, I'm into all those crazy right-wing things like you know bodily autonomy, which used to be known as my body, my choice, Uh, freedom of speech, and anti-censorship used to be a lefty value for as long as I can remember. And I'm anti-war. Those are my three big issues. And Medicare for all. So that always used to be considered uh, staunch lefty uh, positions. And now they slander you and say that you're a right-winger for pushing those things that have been lefty positions my whole life. And people have come around. Uh, Coalesced around those issues. By the way, almost everybody is for a version of everything I just said, Uh, and even Medicare for all, right? So uh, something uh, depending on the poll and depending how you ask the questions, somewhere around seventy percent of even conservative voters want the government to take a bigger role in taking care of health care here in the United States. We're the last uh, uh, country that in the West that doesn't have health care for everybody. So um, yeah, I'm uh, I'm excited about independent media. I'm super excited about Rumble and. Rumble is really taking off, and Rumble's actually uh, going to be getting uh, uh, their version of advertising, like which is what makes YouTube uh, lucrative for people and makes it uh, sustainable for people to do shows like this. So now Rumble's actually going to be able to be doing that going forward. I've been told uh, by people in the know, so I'm really excited about it, and thank God for Rumble. And
2: they're broadcasting the presidential debate.
1: Yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah, so, that's so, right. so thanks,
2: Rumble, so much so for Rumble is already. Yeah, they've debate. already
1: agreed to broadcast uh, the presidential debate that we're going to be hosting, so thank God for Rumble.
0: We will thank our Lord God for Rumble. I thank God for Rumble most days, man, and it's exciting that this is going to be on Rumble and it's going to be funded by, by people, funded, you say, through blockchain technologies to ensure, I suppose, that there will be no topics that are off limits. Now, we've talked a lot about the pandemic and we've talked about what's been revealed by the pandemic, the convergence of pharmaceutical interests, the corruption, the ineffective measures that have been undertaken, the inability to communicate openly around them, the censorship. Do you feel, uh, Christina, that this is one of the subjects that will be covered? And how much are you planning to curate and control the content? Or are you saying that all of it will be directed by the people that are funding it, which means, you know, the people that that, that can uh, contribute through blockchain?
2: I'm glad you asked that. Uh, we plan to ask the people do a poll through our blockchain app, not only to vote in the top six candidates, but what questions. And that's why we're asking them to submit questions today and sign up for more information for the blockchain app uh, at freeandequal.org. So the people will decide a couple of the questions, I think at least two of the five, and then the moderators uh, Jimmy Dore here, and hopefully Joe Rogan, please reach out and ask him to be a part of this debate. Uh, they can have say on uh, the other questions, and they'll be hard-hitting questions. So uh, truly, every all the topics that you mentioned and more. This is actually a presidential debate series. So this is a kickoff for a series. We're going to have uh, quite a few uh, debates into 2024. So this is the beginning. I couldn't be more honored than kicking it off. But Jimmy, the way to make this happen, it's the people who are funding it. We raised 10 k uh, thank you, Jimmy, for promoting our campaign at freeandequal.org. Please go at freeandequal.org today and donate so we can hit that thirty thousand. It's going to take six figures to really lock it in at XR Studios. What a what a venue! So, uh, thank you so much, Russell, again for uh, both of you, gentlemen, using your platform to to make you're already making real change in the world, but now taking it to a presidential debate and bringing these candidates together. I'm excited to learn uh, and bring these ideas together. And thank you, gentlemen, for all the work that you do and overcoming these odds because they are intentionally trying to censor you. And what's brewing here at freenequal.org is a bigger vision. It's truly an independent movement uh, building, and I can go into greater detail another time, Uh, but there are more independent voters and there are Democrats and Republicans, and I have seen this being in the electoral for 25 years. I'm 42 years old now. And I've seen it, the restrictive ballot access barriers that we don't have alternative voting methods. We need to open the presidential debates. And so there's a bigger vision here. And I look forward to working both with you, both of you long-term to really bring about free and equal elections, not only throughout the United States, The whole world is watching and when we unite all, it doesn't matter whether you're from Israel or Palestine or Ukraine or Russia, when we all, all different genders and races together and recognize when we unite here in America, the whole world will follow. And I see the Democrats and Republicans, I see beyond party lines, uh, there being more independent voters being peacefully peacefully replaced into the, really flowing into the congressional races into 2026. So this is an exciting year. Uh, for independence. And I see all the candidates, whoever's running for president, there's over 150 candidates running for president. That's amazing. And I hope all of them consider running for Congress in 2026.
0: That's fantastic, Christina. So go to free and equal to uh, contribute and ensure that this debate takes place, that you'll be able to watch on Rumble. Let us know in the chat right now what subjects you want to see debated by presidential candidates. Do you want to talk about the Ukraine war? Do you want to see about how war is being funded? Do you want to talk about legacy media and censorship? Do you want to talk about the pandemic? There's so, yeah, someone says, please don't ask Russell to moderate. His questions are longer than the answers. Very fair. You're going to have trouble with Jimmy Dore, let me tell you. There's not going to be many five-word questions. Questions from the man door. I'll tell you that right now, Jimmy. When we talk, often what you say is the thing they fear the most is people coming together it, it, beyond political categorizations, beyond cultural divisions. How are you going to frame that in what is, to some degree, sure to be a partisan
1: endeavor? So there's no doubt that the corporate media here, in, at least in the United States, is uh, they report so. Uh, we used to have fifty giant media companies in America when I was a kid, and then in 1996, Bill Clinton, who was a tool of the establishment and a tool of Wall Street and a tool of the military-industrial complex, he took us down from fifty giant media companies, and now there's just six in the United States. So they have. So now it's just everything that you, every newspaper, every TV show, every radio show, there uh, everything that movie, everything you see is controlled by just a handful of billionaires, and the same kind of handful of billionaires that run run the entire world and they report every story in a way that takes your eye off the ball. They report every story that makes you blame your neighbor and hate your neighbor for the pain you're feeling. Like, you know, during COVID, they did a lockdown, the, the billionaire class did a lockdown that smashed and crushed people. Uh, of, they did a controlled demolition of our economy and it only and it, it, it made about 400 new billionaires, but everybody else felt the pain from that. And now they want me to blame my neighbor for the pain that I'm feeling at economically because of what the billionaire and the establishment class did and they want me to blame my neighbor and hate my neighbor because they wouldn't take a vaccine that didn't work the way they said it did in the first place. Well I'm not gonna hate my neighbor, I'm gonna love my neighbor and I'm gonna join with my neighbor against those oligarchs because that's the only thing that scares them to see people from the left, the right and the center coming together to coalesce around a common enemy and that common enemy is the oligarch and you know the United States is not a democracy. That's what the Democrats like to say right now. Well, you have to keep voting for Demented Joe so that uh, you've got to save your democracy. Democracy's on the ballot. Hey, your democracy was stolen from you decades ago. Princeton study 10 years ago proved that we don't live in a democracy, that we live in an actual oligarchy. And your vote actually doesn't matter right now because they do. You know, when the when the Iraq war was happening, there were millions and millions of people in the street. Millions of people in the street around the world didn't make a difference. They got their war. Famously, Leslie Stahl was interviewing Dick Cheney, and she said, You know, three quarters of the American people are against this Iraq war. And his response to that was so what? And so we got to take, so that's what the corporate media does. The corporate media makes us blame each other, turn on each other. Right now, the corporate media in America makes you think that your neighbor is your enemy, that half the country, the same country that that elected an African-American, Barack Obama, twice, somehow they became the most racist country in the world. All they talk about is racism, racism, racism. And uh, racism has gotten better and better and better every year of my life to the point that we elected Barack Obama twice. And so, but they want you to think half the country's racist. They want you to think that the truckers in Canada are Nazis. You know, that's the thing about the, the, That's the beauty of, of how their corporate propaganda works and the beauty of them having only six companies. Right. Because now everybody who works in the media knows that they can't get step out of line because there's nowhere else to go to get a job. And so the power of that propaganda, it makes people in America, we can't tell the difference between a Nazi and a freedom fighter. We look at the truckers who are freedom fighter. By the way, the truckers were vaccinated at a higher rate than the general population in Canada, they weren't protesting medicine. They were protesting bullshit authoritarianism and they were right and they were freedom fighters. And in America, we can't tell the difference between a freedom fighter and a Nazi because the corporate media tells us they're Nazis. So we look at the freedom fighting truckers and we call them Nazis and we look at actual Nazis in Ukraine and we call them freedom fighters. And so that's what we're pushing back against and that's what they're afraid of. They're afraid of voices like mine, voices like yours that that actually tell you that up is down and black is white. That's what the corporate media tells you. Whatever the corporate media is telling you the exact opposite is usually true, and so that is the only thing that scares them. Is when people come along, come together along class lines and not political partisan lines. That's what scares them, and that's what they're des- That's what they're determined to keep uh, us uh, uh, divided. They're determined to keep us blaming each other, and not only that, but hating each other and fearing our neighbor. And let's remember the people who run this country, the billionaire class. They don't care if there's a civil war in our country. They, they chaos always favors the establishment and. And then if you get afraid of your neighbor and your neighbor's a Nazi and your neighbor's a white supremacist, that, oh, you're going to be begging for the government to come in and provide security for you and take away more civil liberties and your freedoms. You know, uh, they used nine eleven to pass a thing called the Patriot Act. How Orwellian is that? The Patriot Act turned the United States into a surveillance state. So now every email and every phone call and every text you send, they are monitoring. And then Barack Obama, he repealed habeas corpus habeas corpus so now you don't have a right to a speedy trial and all they have to do is say you're a terrorist to do it and they'll do that right and uh Barack Obama his whole entire cabinet came from one email from Citigroup and the reason I which which is uh, uh, Wall Street right so he was a puppet of Wall Street and everybody knows it and the reason I know his entire cabinet came from that was because Julian Assange revealed that in WikiLeaks which is why they've been trying to kill that guy and demonize him since he did that and so uh I'll just end it there
0: Oh, wow. I tell you what, this is going to be a presidential debate with a real difference. It will be on Rumble. To make it happen, please visit freeandequal.com and participate by suggesting subjects, by donating. It's a pretty low threshold financially but a very high threshold spiritually and in terms of its authenticity and integrity. Just to see Jimmy Dore in front of people running for president asking the kind of questions that Jimmy Dore asks is surely worth making the donation for. But could you blame them if they were terrified to face those kind of questions? I don't know. Do you think they got the minerals, the stones, the courage to face Jimmy Dore? Well, Put them in that position by making your donation. Go to freeandequal.org. We'll put that in the chat. Thank you both of you, Christina. Thank you for your bravery and ingenuity in coming up with that idea and for having such a fantastic host as Jimmy to ensure that you it, uh, it, will deliver on the premise. Jimmy, thanks as always for being an advocate, for people coming together against real power and for being a man of true integrity. I really value you. Thank you so much,
1: both of you. Thank you very much for having us and giving us your platform and stay free. Thank
0: you, Russell. Stay free, Jimmy. Stay free, Christina. Thank you so much for coming in. What an amazing conversation that was. So, yeah, we're posting that now. So support it through blockchain. Support it in any way you can. One of the things I didn't have time to talk to Jimmy and Christina about was, look, check this out. Hillary Clinton, George Bush, Barack Obama, Joe Biden, Bernie Sanders, John Fetterman. What do they all have in common? None of them will talk about peace. None of them will talk about a ceasefire. Have you noticed now that legacy media won't even discuss that possibility when it comes to the Middle Eastern conflict? Those ideas are off the table, off the agenda. We have to find ways to come together. We have to listen to voices that advocate for peace. We have to provide an environment where those that are caught up in the mad heartbreak and bereavement of insanity and war are able to be held. Join us tomorrow. Tomorrow, not for more of the same, oh no, we'd never insult you with that, but for more of the different. Until then, stay free.